We hope that you enjoy your time with us today at Brighton Road. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for joining us for this service at Brighton Road Baptist Church on this Palm Sunday. Today is the day when we remember that Jesus went up to Jerusalem on a donkey. And we, for our part, come today to worship and adore him. We're not some mindless crowd following a fad. We come as devoted disciples, ready to offer all that we have, as Jesus offered all he had for us, so that we might have life. We come to respond to his love for us in song, in word, and in silence. So, let's remind ourselves of the events of Palm Sunday and the momentous week that followed as we sing, My song is love unknown, my Saviour's love to me.
Our loving Heavenly Father, thank you for the world that you have lovingly created. Thank you for each person you have lovingly made. Thank you for the many ways in which you bless us and watch over us. Thank you for our lives. Thank you for our families. Thank you for our friends. Thank you for our homes and communities. Thank you for the freedoms and fellowship we have enjoyed, yet perhaps taken for granted. Thank you for your provision of good things, for food and drink, for clothes and warmth. Most High God, in turbulent and troublesome times, we trust you. We trust in your goodness and grace, in your care and compassion, in your mercy and forgiveness. We declare that we are in your hands. In your hand are our lives, our ways and our days. We praise you and glorify you for who you are and for what you are doing in our lives and in our world, though much may be unseen. We give you thanks for what we do see, how neighbours reach out to one another, workers give of themselves selflessly, carers come alongside the vulnerable, the poorly, the dying. Loving Lord, demonstrate your love through our loving actions. Hear our prayers of thanksgiving and praise. Hear our cry for mercy and help in our time of need. In the name of Jesus Christ, the healer of the nations. Amen. Amen. Our reading normally goes under the heading of submission to authority and there's some instructions that Peter gave to the followers of Jesus. We're reading from 1 Peter chapter 2 and verses 13 to 25. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honour everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honour the emperor. And servants, be subject to your masters with all respect, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the unjust, for this is a gracious thing, when, mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it? If, when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure. But if, when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges fairly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, 
but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. And we leave Peter's instructions there. Jesus is the good shepherd who laid down his life for the sheep. He knows us. He calls each of us by name. We belong to him and he gives us eternal life. He's promised that nothing shall pluck us out of his hand. So let's express our trust in him as we sing Stuart Townend's great version of that hymn, The Lord's My Shepherd. Shepherd, within your embrace we are safe and secure. Within your embrace we know that we are precious in your sight. Within your embrace we feel the warmth of family and belonging. Within your embrace we grow and are nurtured together as one flock, the people of your pasture under your loving care and protection. Good Shepherd, within your embrace we find comfort and healing. We bring to you those who are weak and vulnerable, 
or struggling with physical, mental or spiritual health. You are the great healer and we pray for healing of mind and body for those we now name in the silence of our hearts. Good Shepherd, you call us to follow you along the path of sacrificial service. We thank you for those who put their own health at risk to bring healing to others. We pray for doctors, nurses, carers, and all those who have contact with people suffering from COVID-19. Thank you for their courage and dedication. Keep them diligent in taking care of themselves as well as of others. Protect them from harm and may they find the emotional and practical support they need. Good Shepherd, within your embrace we find peace. Peace in our bodies, peace in our hearts, peace in our relationship with others. We pray for those struggling to cope with isolation and those struggling to cope with those with whom they live and work. Keep our relationship with you strong. May you always be the source of our peace. Amen. Oh uh -huh. 
What have I done to deserve this? It's a question people often ask, and the answer is usually nothing. But we instinctively feel that people ought to get what's due to them, rewards for being good, repercussions for being bad. If karma worked, the universe would make much more sense, and it might even be easier for us to trust in God a bit more. But life doesn't work that way. Life isn't fair. Covid-19. It's indiscriminate in those it infects, those it kills and those it spares. Many good people suffer and die before their time. And however much we might want to ask why, we will never get a satisfactory answer. At least, not in this life. Peter talks to slaves who had no rights at all. They were subject to the capricious whim of their masters, good and bad. And the lesson we can learn from what he says is that how we respond under pressure, it's a test of our true character. Scratch the surface of the veneer of our lives and what do you find underneath? What are we really made of deep down inside? Peter talks about grace in suffering. If you've lived a good life and yet despite that everything goes wrong for you, think Job, how do you respond? Peter says that if you endure that and you work your way through it, then that's a mark of God's grace on your life. It's something very special, actually. In, in a small way, a very small way, we're following in the footsteps of Christ. He was unjustly treated, yet when he suffered, he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. In the same way, when things go wrong for us, we are called to entrust ourselves into the hands of God, as he did. It's hard. We may want to protest that at least Jesus' suffering had some purpose. Though he didn't deserve anything he suffered, he went through it all knowing that he was dying to redeem us. Taking upon himself our sin, our suffering and our death so that we might live upright lives here and now and inherit eternal life the other side of death. His wounds are the means of our healing. His death had a purpose. It's what it took for him to be our saviour. And because Jesus is our saviour, yes, that means we trust him for eternal life. It also means we need to learn to trust him here and now when things go wrong and nothing makes sense. If we do, does that make us stupid? <laughs> no, it means that we're faithful. In C.S. Lewis's book, The Screwtape Letters, correspondence purportedly written from a senior to a junior devil, Screwtape says these words to his nephew. Be not deceived, Wormwood. Our cause is never more in jeopardy than when a human, no longer desiring, but still intending to do our enemy's will, looks round upon a universe in which every trace of him seems to have vanished and asks why he has been forsaken and still obeys. When Christ suffered for us, he set us an example and sometimes we are called to follow him down that road of suffering. And how we do that, well, 
that's all about the grace of God. So let's close by singing, what grace is mine. May the Father, who so loved the world that he gave his only Son, bring you by faith to his eternal life. May Christ, who accepted the cup of sacrifice in obedience to the Father's will, keep you steadfast as you walk with him the way of his cross. May the Spirit, who strengthens us to suffer with Christ, that we may share his glory, set your minds on life and peace. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.